Today Radio. Kia ora and good and Orvin from Today Radio Studio 4 in Kirschberg, the headquarters of Let's Talk Sport. Yep, don't you know it? You're with myself, Nathan Snade, Scott Brown. It's the 14th of uh, 14th of June. Show 106. I've gotten my uh, in my record there, Scott. What have you got at the other end of the stumps? Just about us tan at the moment. Just about us tan. Well, that yeah. is because the weather is awesome, awesome, awesome. It is actually probably the weather for. A little bit of bit of volleyball. beach volleyball. How, so, convenient. how convenient. How convenient. We're, uh, as always, you can get involved with the show. It's 62152 If you are listening in, I've got a comp- another competition for you. I've got a couple of tickets to the big one this weekend, Luxembourg against Liechtenstein. Hopefully they get more than 400 people down at the match. Do we, do we, do we? Do we have one set or do we have two sets? I've, I've got to look at my, f- my phone to see how many sets I've got on here. You need to get more organised, mate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we are joined uh, this evening by Felix Turvitt. Have I said that right? Yeah, Turvid, exactly. Look at that accent. And where does that accent come from? Because it doesn't sound very burgerish, mate. Ooh, that's a long story. Um, well, basically, I didn't raise. I wasn't raised here in uh, in Luxembourg. I was raised in Africa. Whereabouts? Uh, in in oh. Mali, in Bamako. Mali. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I lived the first six years there, and I was lucky enough to go to an American school, and I haven't lost the American accent since. Oh, very good, wow. very good. Um, obviously, we've, 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 never had, we've never had anyone being uh, growing up there, have we? For the first time, no. No, we've had we've had we've had we had Andrew who's from Uganda before. True. We've had a couple of guys from Africa, but nobody I think's made that that transition very early. Um, yeah, we got in comms through uh, Instagram, so we started stalking each other as you right. do, and it's like right, yeah, this bloke seems keen as mustard. Got some good content out there. Um, so, when's the next tournament you're looking forward to at the moment? I'm looking forward to every tournament, of course. <laughs> uh, there is one big one coming up, of course, now uh, on the agenda. That's the King of the Court, the Queen and King of the Court. Uh, that's going to be held here in Luxembourg now, starting on 27th of this month, June, and going all the way till 1st of July now. Yeah, it will be held off in uh, in Koch here in Luxembourg and is clearly the biggest event that uh, has been ever organized in beach volleyball in this country. We're looking for, <laughs> we're looking forward to you. Have you played this Queen and King of Court in format before? Uh, the format, yes. It's a format that's been uh, developed quite a few years ago now. Uh, but in this, um, let's say, range of level... Uh, not yet, no. So we know the concept. It's played all over the world. There's even tournaments here in Luxembourg. Eschenach organizes a tournament in the same format of game. But the official king and queen of the court, or queen and king of the court, uh, I haven't played it yet. We're going to come back a little bit later. I'm going to ask you a little bit more in depth about it because ooh, I think I know how it's played. But I'm <laughs> going to I'm gonna get you to confirm it. Because we you don't do know some, how beach volleyball is played. Well, you know how beach volleyball is <laughs> but how, the, how this format works, the king, queen, of court. Because I My think it's a little bit like ins, is ins and outs. Is it like, is it two? It's two on two, obviously, on the court. If you win the point, you, you have one team that serves, yeah? Right. And you play for X amount of points or X amount of time. Yeah, four and then, points. And then if you win, you stay on. If you They lose, they go off. Exactly. But if you are the, the challenger, per se, yes. you then swap and you become the king. And ultimately, if you're on at the end of the time or the games and stuff like that, you're king of the court. Yeah. I mean, if, if you want, I can give a short explanation of how it We'll works. come back to it. We'll come back. We'll definitely Let's come back that. to that. Well, obviously, uh, we always start things off with uh, sport and the history in the world today. How can you have a hit beach volleyball tournament in Luxembourg when there aren't any beaches? Anyway, don't answer that question. I will we'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, sport and the history in the world today. Nathan, you, yep. love, you love this. Mate, segment. of course I love it. It's the start of the show. It gets us underway. And uh, the, to, today, t- today in 1870, all pro Cincinnati... Uh, Mark my words, all pro Cincinnati Reds uh, stockings suffer first loss in 130 games. 
That's some heck of a that's heck of a feat. You have to have 130 games without, the Red, without losing. Have you? What did you say? The Red <laughs> Stockings. I said the Red Stockings. The Red Socks. You mean? Yeah. No, the Red Stockings. I think that was. I actually think that was their names. Their, their name back then. Seems a bit old school. Yeah, it? yeah. No, we've, we've talked about them before in the history. Not uh, moving on a little bit closer to our time. Nineteen seventy-five French Open women's tennis. Chris Evert beat Martina Navratilova two six six two six one for her second of seven French Open titles. I thought they were, they are two names that we're very very familiar with. Well, I'm certainly very familiar. More closer can to. I, can I ask an, an annoying question here? Right, so you see the score is two six six two six one. Yes. Why do you need to say that? Because, like, if you win tennis, obviously you need to win two of the three sets. So why would you say two six? Do you not say she beat her in three sets six two six one? Could do. That was the format that it came out on. Um, that it came out. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm, I, and it's not a dig at you. I'm just curious as to why. Why don't they just say yeah, uh, just to condense it a little it's bit? A, yeah, just been, to show but, how good they are. how specific they are with their data. Yeah, yeah. it's like you know when you. When you pronounce football scores, it's like, yeah, uh, Inverness, Caledonian, Thistle, one, uh, you know. <laughs> okay, I, I know your point, but here Albion we go. Albion Rovers, four. You know, you don't say one, four, do you? It's always the winning score. Yeah. You know, if you read out a rugby score, you read out the team that wins first. The basketball, you do the same. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna get to read out this next As one. As you and can see, gonna, and then I'm love going off on a tangent. Love going off on a tangent here. This day in 2005, Asafa Powell of Jamaica set a new men's 100 meters world record of just under 10 seconds at the Athens Olympic Stadium. Do I say just under 10 seconds, or do I say he got it in 9.776? You say a shade under 10 seconds. I think you got to check your terminology. That is. Fast. It What's is. interesting is that's in 2005 because Asafa Powell, as fast as he was. Yeah, I don't know if he. Well, it's not fair to say he got the yips. I don't think it's you know. But at the top level, he was always. I think he finished fourth a lot of the time, didn't he? When it came to the Olympic Games and stuff. Saw so a funny then, one of him running in the uh, the dad's race at his son's sports day, sports actually, day. just casually, uh, casually winning, casually or, taking or, or, it. You, or he oh, it. Mate, you got to have some big fat lad. He's been on the beer. He's been like, yeah, let's go. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Trying to shift him. Well, he'd be the rum out there. You're, are you a sprinter or you're a long distance man? Uh, I can, of course, do both. <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. Uh, I mean, I like some endurance, but uh, I prefer doing sprinting if I would need to choose. Do you go sprinting? Yeah. Um, this day in 2018 it was the 21st FIFA World Cup, and it opened in uh, Luzhniki Stadium in Moscow, Russia, with British singer Robbie Williams and Russian soprano Ada Garifalina performing. Moving on, last one, Scott. There's no happy birthdays today, but... 2021, Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo removed the sponsor's Coke bottles. Do you remember that from yeah, his press Yeah, he picked table? it up, didn't he? Yep. What I did not know is that that prompted the company's share price to drop $4 billion. I'm sure they made it back in no time. That is that's phenomenal. Like, that's like the... Um, there was, so there was a guy who plays in the NBA now, a guy called Zion Williamson, right? Big monster, and there was a. Now the way the way it works these days in basketball in America, if you're turning heads at the schoolboy level, you know, with all the traction on YouTube and all social media and stuff like that, these guys can have endorsement deals and stuff before they've even left school. And he went to Duke University, and it was like it was a massive, massive NCAA game, um, and the crowds you know, for a college game, had all the pro- all the superstars, you know, Kanye West and all that lot were down watching. And he played the game. And his, uh, quite early on in the game, he's gone over on his ankle because his shoe has basically, you know, this, the bloke's a monster. He's like, what, six foot eight, six foot nine or something. And he's gone to change direction and his foot's come out the shoe and he's then he's turned his ankle, obviously. And it was a Nike shoe and the stock, the value of Nike went down. Off the back of it, because you can imagine because the shoe because the, because shoe, the broke. shoe broke, you know. But then, yeah, for Nike, they it also went up. You ever when, had that? Uh, you, ever, you ever had that one yeah, of the shoes a, give yeah, out? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, my flip flops in Paris. I had to walk around Paris for a, for a half an hour to find a find a flip flop and a Roachman. But um, no, the, uh, that, that day there was uh, no shares being lost. <laughs> Certainly not four billion to the price. What about of what right about now. you, you Felix? Do you do you always train barefoot, or do you wear the you know, obviously, I'm sure you trudge around in the in the in the flip flops. Or do you? What about those little toe? 
you know, the little shoes with the toes on and stuff like that. Have you seen those ones? Big discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you go for? Uh, Well, I didn't choose beach volleyball without a reason, right? Uh, I I don't like business shoes or I don't like them anymore, at least. Uh, I like, of course, walking and and flip-flops and no no shoes at all. Um, I remember I was uh, on a holiday uh, just a couple of months back in uh, Morocco for kite surfing. And it was a holiday in a hotel uh, where the motto was no shoes, no problem. And I took it serious and I wasn't wearing shoes literally for like 14 days straight. So like I would a, say no shoes is the best way. Like a, a hobbit take from to, take Lord of the to Rings. We're, we're all in no shoes yeah. down there, aren't they? Oh, awesome. Have you seen awesome. Lord of the Rings? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's, from, he's from New Zealand and he hasn't watched it. You can't be serious. Yeah, come just on. Just not my thing. But you sorry, guys go about sorry this guy. About if you him. want to talk about films, Aww. this guy. Of course, today's taking 12 minutes today. Normally, he sorry, does Sam. It under, I'm staying on later. We're doing a podcast about Lord of the Rings <laughs> afterwards. Um, Scott, we, I've got, I've got two pairs of tickets, Scott. Oh, so four tickets. So I've actually got four tickets. So I've got two pairs of tickets sitting on my phone that I am able to uh, email out to you. Um, what's going to be the question? I'll, yeah, don't you worry. I'll I'll announce it in about seventeen minutes. At half past seven, I'll announce it. What the question will be, we'll get question. to that. We'll get Felix yeah. to help us out for that one. Um, Felix, let's cut to the chase. Okay, so have you played volleyball since you were a nipper? Then uh, no, not really. Actually, uh, I come from lots of sports. I started in uh, table tennis, went over to tennis. Um, actually, tried some squash for a certain time. Good, good man. Yeah, it's an awesome sport. Uh, it's very awesome. <laughs> would you would you would you prefer to be a squash player or a rugby player? Oh my god! Uh, I will not answer this question. I'm just I'm just gonna lose. It's like it's like the woman asking a question. Am I looking nice today? You yeah, could just lose. Blonde yeah. or brunette? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And after that, um, I switched to volleyball at the age roughly of fourteen. Indoor volleyball first. And going for that, usually you start from indoor because back in the time, uh, beach volleyball wasn't so popular yet. And the basics usually are taught indoor. And then uh, roughly six years back, I changed to beach volleyball fully. Uh, Of course, I'm still playing indoor, but uh, my main focus is on on beach volleyball. Did you play for a club in Luxembourg? Yeah, I did. Who do you play for? Fresh. Why is that? Why did you? Why? Why did you? Why did you want the change? Were were you able to have more exposure? With more travel? More? Was it more fun? Ah, that's a really good question. Um, Lots of reasons. The first one was um, the body was quite harsh on me. Uh, Indoor is harder on the joints, so uh, on the medical side, it was an an intelligent way to go. But uh, honestly, it's because in beach volleyball, you just need other skills. Indoor, you're um, a perfectionist in, in one position. You are spiker, or you are setter, or you are receiver. What is a, uh, what's a spiker, Nathan? It's the bloke that jumps up, bloke or, uh, or, or, or girl, that jumps up and gives it a big bammy one. How, 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 do, you know, how do you know that? <laughs> Spike. Ooh, yeah, but is there like, like the same the, way? The I spike, only reason having never stakes tonight. I know that answer. Having having never well, I've played a little bit of volleyball now. You know, messing around. And stuff. You must yeah. have coached it at school. Yeah, but it's sort of like yeah, you know, sort of yeah. Well, well good coaching. You get somebody who knows what they're doing to yeah, explain yeah, the so stuff. So that's, like that. that's a keepy uppy. Do you? Oh, that's a keepy uppy. No, that's, that's, that's a that's a um, <laughs> keepy uppy. What do you call that? <laughs> that's a set, isn't it? That's a set. Yeah, yeah, with the fingers. Do that. I'm quite I'm quite good at that. If I don't say so myself, and then that's a spike. That's a dig, isn't it? Oh. A dig or a bump set. A yeah. bump set. Bump set. The only reason I'm asking is obviously I got to. I, I love talking about films, as everyone knows. So the only reason I know about the spike is: do you remember the first Meet the Parents film? Yes. Yeah. Right. So yes, where Ben yes. Stiller and he goes to meet the. Um, he obviously goes to meet the parents and then stays with them and and what have you, and then they end up playing the volleyball in the water, and. They're basically like they're taking it a little bit seriously, and then but he's sort of thing, uh, you know, he's messing around and stuff. And Robert De Niro's like, "You gotta spike that fucker, you know, you gotta spike it." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh right, okay, I didn't know." And then sure enough, the next one gets set. He's like, Rrr! and actually smash it, belts you in the nose. She has a nosebleed, and like, "Why are you taking it so seriously?" You know, <laughs> stuff like that. Oh, it's <laughs> gold. Yeah. So the question is, have you have you done damage with a spike? Uh, I unfortunately have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it happens. It's like in every sport. Don't do sports if you can't. Where where, where was the was the blow above the shoulders or was it slightly below the waist? Both of them. We we call it in German uh, indoor. We call it Bodenhoden. So basically, hit to the ground and going to the nuts after that. Oh yes. And in beach volleyball, yeah, straight to the face. So the Borden, (laughs) the Borden. 
Borden Horden. Borden Horden. What a name. Andy Spiegel. You should write that down. I tell you what, I tell you what, we might have a quote just there. You're going to show me how to spell that afterwards, okay? But that's going to be the title for this podcast when it gets uploaded. Episode 106, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, the only, I guess the only real familiarity, if you like, with a beach volleyball court I have is we've sometimes used them for pre-season and it's brutal trying to run and charge around on sa- sand is absolutely oh it's sickening absolutely sickening I, I, I guess it would be like you're, you're reading where the where the spike or where the ball's going to go you, you, you probably might have to be a little bit better and because you because you won't be able to get the same power off the floor i wouldn't say better uh, i mean it's what i wanted to say off before is that basically in the sand you need more diverse skills you need to be good at everything because you're just two people on the court so you need to be able to receive set and spike and the sand of course makes it uh, quite hard on the lungs sometimes even more with weather like this uh, you need to be physically different uh, it's more on the quads less on uh, explosive power and it's a lot with brain I mean, it's a lot. I'm 185, which is really small, actually, for this game. And the good thing is, if you're diverse and you can uh, play with brain, then basically it doesn't really matter whether you're a little smaller, where in indoor that really makes a problem. I saw the picture on Instagram just today where you were, you were playing Germ- Germany recently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that German bloke, he's he's like, he must two, be 7 two eleven. Two eleven. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah I mean, quite, quite yeah. big. He made you look like a... What's he doing uh, playing? Uh, like a hobbit. He, he made do- you look like what, a short yeah. ass, I was, was going to uh, yeah. what's, <laughs> what's he doing playing vol- volleyball? Get that bloke in the second row, mate. You know what I mean? Here we go. He's going to take, take anyone for... Yeah. Take you should for keep the good game. ones for the good sports. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you go in that match, by the way? Sorry? How did you go in that match versus Germany? It was um, a- how do you go? You yeah, mean mentally? the result. result. What was uh, the result? We played two sets. Uh, we lost on two. It's yeah. It was basically the team winning uh, world champions. Oh, wow. Uh, two, years, two, two, two championships ago. Uh, we lost on 12 and on 9 or 10, if I remember well. So, but fabulous experience to play the exactly. world, world champions. Exactly. It's just awesome to have the chance as a country big as ours uh, to be able to play against those dudes. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. They're so nice, which yeah. is such a value of the sport. Uh, it's the flair of the sport. Even on that level, the teams are just super nice. They're super friendly, uh, hang loose and just enjoying their lives but still very professional so outside the court it's it's the the camaraderie between yeah, the between the athletes uh as is, is yeah what what you'd want absolutely so anyone, yeah. question, anyone question for you you say very professional is it professional what do you mean is it professional do you get paid to do um it? well uh we don't get paid uh, we are basically uh, living on sponsorships, yeah. which is a standard system for uh, beach volleyball players. Of yeah. course, we are supported by uh, the Luxembourg Federation, thanks to them. Mm-hmm. Um, kudos. Yeah. Um, but no, no, it's hard making a living on beach volleyball. Taking the 51st teams in the world, uh, they can live on it. Of course, the top 20 can live quite well on it, but it's not, it's not like uh, soccer or yeah. uh, basketball or... Um, the main sports, basically. Is it more? Is men's volleyball, beach volleyball, more popular than women's beach volleyball? Uh, it depends on the country, I'd say. I, ah, oh, that's a good one. Well, I'm just going to take the diplomatic answer and say it's fifty-fifty. <laughs> is it? Is it equal prize money if you if you play a tournament? Is the prize money equal? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Fair play. Which is not the case uh, in indoor. Depending on the leagues you play, for example, in Turkey, indoor uh, women actually are paid way more than men are. Yeah. So it's quite gender neutral, oh. I'd say. Do, do, I mean, you, one would say to relate to the crowds that the sorry one would one would one would guess as re- relates to the crowds coming in to watch. The punters coming in, pump, buying tickets and buying stuff tickets. like that. Bums on seats, we call it. Bums on seats. The number yeah. the number of people that watch the audiences and yeah. stuff like that is it larger for the women's game? Than um, the women's game? Well. Uh, good question. It, I wouldn't even be able to say whether it's more people. I mean, nah, I wouldn't be able to say that. Um, I'm sure that there's interest in both because the men's beach volleyball is more physical. It's hitting really hard, yeah. uh, which is physically quite spectacular to watch. Uh, and women's beach volleyball is way more tactical, uh, longer rallies, uh, which makes it very interesting as well. Um, so there's two win on both sides I'd say yeah. I would not say that there's more sp- 
spectators on one side than the other. Yeah. I just want to ask you a question about the Queen and King of Court that's coming up because there's a picture on the RTL website that shows a, like quite a nice little stadium, mm-hmm. fabulous sponsoring opportunities um, around this around the court. Is that just taken from somewhere else, or is that will, will that be? Will, it, will that visual be like that in Luxembourg? It will be exactly the same. So the concept basically is the um, the build-up of the stadium will be just the same. Yeah. yeah. Wow, because well, that looks be... very, very impressive. Absolutely, it is. It will be really just worth watching the stadium being constructed and yeah, that's standing right. there. So how many people would be able to watch it at any given time? Enough, I'd enough. say. Yeah. Enough. Yeah, enough. Come down, get your ticket, get your bum in the seat, grab yourself a boffering, there'll be a sausage stand. It's an awesome movie. What if you want a baton? A uh, b- uh, baton boffering. Just, just say a beer. Say, don't take sides. Just Gee, don't take sides. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't even give the correct score on the tennis tonight. <laughs> um, I guess um, if you're off travelling around these tournaments, how does that? So you go off, you travel, you come back. Then do you have? Um, do you then go back and play with Ash and train with them whenever you can? No, or? no, no. Basically, uh, you can divide the uh, the year in two parts. It's the indoor season and the beach volleyball season. Um, the indoor season for me finishes uh, between February and March, uh, but of course the preparation, physical preparation, starts before that. But tournament starts in March, and as my priority is on beach, uh, I just switch out of uh, indoor. So the club are quite comfortable with you saying, right, I've got a, I've got an F off. I, I I like to just be honest right from the start. I tell them right from the start, I'm available for this period of time. I will be playing this period of time, but after that date, I'm just not available anymore. Uh, I go for a bonus, basically. Yeah, I like to see that. <laughs> well, and and, and the, the the manager or the coach will know how to um, will obviously know how to use you best for the for, for the for the side for the exactly. Yeah. Do you prefer being a keepy uppy, a digger? A keepy uppy. A keepy uppy. Do you prefer to be a setter or do you prefer to be the basher? Be the, the basher. basher. We'll come up with new terminology. <laughs> this is what we want. Uh, I would say, uh, first of all, in, in beach volleyball, you basically have just two positions. You're the blocker or the defender. So usually the blocker is the guy from Germany, the huge guy, 2 meter 11. Yeah. And then looking at the guy next to him, he's, I'd say, 192. So not that tall. Well, tall enough. Of course. Tall enough. But it's, tall all enough relative, it's all relative. It's all relative. And I'm a defender. So usually you have one fast guy running like a mouse uh, in the backside of the court trying to dig the balls that come from the other side. Yeah. And then you have the blocker who tries to uh, avoid the ball just even coming to our side by jumping up by two legs and two arms and blocking the ball that's spiked by the opposition. Yeah. Now getting to a technical question on that. If... The opposition give it a, a heck of a spike. Mm-hmm. You dive for the ball. You're able to hit it with one hand. Right. Yeah, and it comes off and it goes to your mate. It's all fair game. Yeah. What happens if you dive, you make a bit of a dick of yourself, your face goes into the sand, whacks you on the back of the head and comes up? Is it still legal? It's it's not even legal. It's awesome. I mean, if you can oh, pull awesome. that one up, then people should be applausing, that'll right? Be, of course, that, <laughs> of course like that'll, football, be on, um, that'll be on the highlight reel, you know? Yeah. For sure. I will try that so one. So any, 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 any part of yes. your body counts? Yeah. So even if you look the other way, so... Okay. You can play with feet, with hands, with your bum, whatever you want. You might be want me on my team. Some of the most uncoordinated things <laughs> of all sorts could happen. Are there any uh, unwritten rules in beach volleyball? Uh, there's, I'd say, one big one that we can call out, at least in the majority of the leagues. Uh, there's one league that's called Mixed League. So you have one dude playing with a girl together cool. against a guy with a girl. And... Not on every level, but until uh, a certain level, there is like a gentleman's agreement that men serve on men and women serve on women. And men do not hit uh, the women's face, basically. Yeah. yeah. That would be a gentleman's So you agreement. can't do a uh, board and hoard and on a... <laughs> well, there's <laughs> good. There's no hoarding there, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> well Go for the fucker, the fucker headshot well and meet, meet the parents. Um, I mean... <laughs> That's quite interesting that there's there's that unwritten rule. I mean, you could really dig into the whole thing. Have you? Are there any experiences when when you talk about the mixed pairings and stuff with the you know the current uh, transgender topic? Is there any anything like that come around in volleyball yet? Mm. I say yet because I think it is something that will yeah, for uh, sure. It will it will come at one point. Uh, so far, no experiences. No, but it will be up to discussion for sure. Like right. like everywhere else. I mean, 
Normally, we wait for a bit longer to ask these questions, but let's cut to the yeah, chase Yeah, there's here. one big one that um, I want to ask. Oh, it's we, very we, ask we ask a, a few, few questions and stuff like that, but I think I know the answers based on looking at you. I'm gonna. I'm actually. I'm gonna write down to yeah, just okay. Nathan <laughs> what he's gonna. What yeah. he's gonna go. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah, we're gonna be about um, to ask you the common th the common three, wouldn't it, Scott? And uh, I think yeah. I think that's what he's going for there. Uh, okay. All right. So you've got uh, Monday, don't, Tuesday, don't, don't, Wednesday. No, there. Yeah, I can, can see it. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. I don't know. All right. Okay. okay so here we go. Uh, but you know what budgie smugglers are? Sorry. Budgie smugglers. Budgie smugglers. You know, like the speedos. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, would you wear budgie smugglers or would you wear um, boardies? Uh, I'm a boardy person. What? Hey, I, I, I didn't. I'm yeah. a boardie. That wasn't. Sure. Uh, no, I, got, I yeah, actually thought. Me. I actually thought it was the law that you had to play in budgie smugglers. Anyway, I mean, it, for women, actually, down. there was a rule. There was a rule for a certain time. That's why it recently changed, just, I believe, yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the women actually were just allowed to wear, wear a certain amount of clothing in beach volleyball, and of course, it was um, not uh, very uh, on the right side, um, gender-wise, and it was overturned. Now it's not the same anymore. There was quite some discussion going on that. Yeah, but no, I would go for um, the boardies. Okay, although I'm sure that I, I would look not. awesome in speedos I, as well. I did not <laughs> see my quite I white. Did, I did not see that one coming. No. The next question I'm going to ask you is: If you could only have one, would you have a mustache or would you have a mullet? What a mustache or a a mullet? You know where it's like short on top but left long. Oh god, at um, wavy at the back. And I tell yeah, you, yeah, I mean, the, there's there's, there's one problem, right? Beautiful. There's one problem. Um, I'm not really able to grow out a full head of hair anymore. So yeah, um, don't worry about that. Uh, around remove, the sides, remove my that. Friend. Remove that. If you could pick one, which uh, one would you have? Of course, for the mustache. <sighs> Interesting. Ah, it's so stylish, right? Maybe we just don't have a clue, mate, about style when it comes to sort of thing. I can teach you. Or we don't know our character when they're in the studio. And the last question is, would you, if you're wearing socks, so if you're training, do you pull them up or do you pull them down? On training? Well, just in general. In general. In general, I pull them up. Yeah, We finally got one, Scott. We finally got one. Got that oh, right. Happy about that. So what, let's say uh, <laughs> you're, you're going to be playing in this tournament in a couple of weeks' time. No, uh, I will not be wearing socks. No, no, no. no. <laughs> that's that's, well, that's all good. With, with bodies and a moustache. There's sands oh, in your socks. Awesome. Two what weeks what to a grow glorious it. man. You, you won't <laughs> do it. Good to try it. You won't do it. Um, with this tournament in a couple of weeks' time, um, when, you, to, when you come onto the court, do you, um, do you get announced onto the court? It uh, depends on the tournaments, but yeah. yes, yes. In this uh, case, we are. And do you yeah. play? With, you play with the same partner. Yes. And yeah. who is this yeah. chap? It's uh, champion, uh, and we call him El Fenomeno uh, Maciej Komplak. It's a Luxembourgish guy. Yeah. Uh, I've met him quite a few years back. He's PE teacher as well, just like me. Yeah. Um, so where do, you, where do you teach? I'm a PE teacher in uh, Marmer, in Lycée Josie Bartel. Ah. Oh. Very good, very good, very interesting. Okay, so you two, you two, you two are running out onto the court. Yeah. Do you get to run out to music and stuff? Of course, we are. I mean, th this event clearly is just about the promotion of the sport. Yeah, yeah. The teams come to promote the sport, and the whole event. There's going to be DJs playing music during the game as well, which usually, of course, is not the case. And it's just about really having fun, promoting the sport, showing what it's all about, showing the flair, showing the positive energy running in in the sport. And it's just going to be awesome. Of course, there's going to be music. What good. what music do you guys go out to then? Do you get to pick it or they just put it uh, on for you? That's a good question. I will ask the DJ. <laughs> uh, what would I choose? Is that going to be the question? Yeah, you have to. Otherwise, obviously, uh, the I world would, will I end. would go for some hip-hop. Hip Come a bit more specific than that. I can't just type hip-hop in, you know? Um, I. That's a good one. Let me think. Um, and well, whilst, you're, whilst you're thinking there, would your partner... Do you think... El, what, what's his name? Alfano? Alfano, that's what you called him? Alfano? Alfano. Sounds what awesome. No, Maciek. Maciek Komplak. Maciek Komplak. I thought you called him Alfano. It's Alfano sounds, sounds awesome as well. No, my, does my, sound awesome. my, my, my beach partner, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's so, Maciek Komplak. Maciek. Yeah. So would he, would he go with hip-hop as well, or do you <laughs> think he would go a little bit like Rage Against the Machine? Um, um, usually we go for um, music battles in the car when we drive back from tournaments and we quite have the same style so I think he would choose be happy, the same so you'd be yeah. quite happy to go together yeah yeah. 
If All you right. were, I'll put you on the spot. What would be a banger, an absolute banger to go out to? If we were playing at this tournament in a couple of weeks' time and you and me were teaming up, what would we go out to, music? Um, well, I tell you who pulled out the banger, the best one I've heard that we've had on the show, and that was Chris Leash. He came out with The Hives. Um, I don't know, How does it go? Do it. Oh, I don't. I, I, I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a do it type person. You know. Well, I, I would have a good one. I think. Yeah. There's like one standard song that's usually played also in indoor when it starts. Uh, it's actually called um, "War Zone" by Unknown Brain. Uh, it's a song. It pumps you up all the way. Yeah, for sure. I think I'd go something rogue like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air or something like. Oh, that. that would be awesome as well. That'd be a sure. <laughs> yeah, that's um. Yeah, that's a blast from the past. You know, show my age there, show my age. Um, yeah, Felix, very interesting to uh, to obviously hear from a sort of different side of the uh, of the of the world of volleyball. Is it on the uh, Olympic agenda? Of course it is. Yeah, it's huge. So how does this work? You know, let's say let's cut to the chase here. What have you got to get done to to qualify to go to Paris? What you got to be? Have you got to have a ranking, or have you got to finish in certain positions in certain tournaments and yeah. stuff? Yeah. Well, basically, there's different ways to get there. Um, the first, of course, the big one is just getting ranking. So the international federation puts out a league, and you compete in that league. You travel the world, play the tournaments in different uh, countries and cities. You collect points by winning or losing. Losing. Just to jump in, there, that yeah. must be quite difficult because presumably if there's only two of you, you know, if one of you gets injured, do you yeah. have to get somebody else in? Does yeah. that affect your rankings and stuff like um, that? Or? Well, basically you, you do um, collect points on your own name. Uh, so theoretically you can change partner. You can. Um, but it also depends on the tournaments. So if I would, for example, be injured, Maciek would be allowed to play with a different partner because he will get basically 50%. If we play a, a tournament and we win the tournament, we get 100 points uh, as a team. He will get 50 and I will get 50. Okay, okay. So there is possibility to substitute, uh, but it's not really recommended. Better not to yeah. get injured, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like always. Very, very interesting. And so is there, I mean, how, how many teams will go? But how many teams do you expect to have know. at this this tournament in in Paris? At this one now oh, in Paris. Yeah, uh, I don't know the number. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Because no and is it is it sat like with these? Is it knockout from round one, or do you play like a small league and then progress up to the next one? I don't know. It's quite interesting. So I, I would. I'm honestly now it's just theory crafting. Yeah. But I think that it's going to be pool play in the first stage or modified pool play, how they call it. Yeah. And then afterwards, it's going to be um, single out basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like a you know similar format to a football World Cup. Yeah, sort of yeah, like exactly. That. Yeah, yeah. Oh, very, very, yeah. Uh, very, very interesting. I mean, it's. I think it came. Was the first one in Brazil? Uh, Twenty sixteen. Maybe London oh, the 2012. First, the first, first no, time it came back in. for sure. Yeah. yeah. 2012. It was in London, was wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Oh, very, very um, do, do you get nervous before the big matches? Like, um, I'm quite lucky on that. I'd say I get the good amount of um, adrenaline flowing, let's say, but not so much that it affects my game. Usually I'm rather an outperformer during tournaments than an underperformer. I'm okay. lucky. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I remember playing in. Uh, don't think I've ever told you this. I remember playing in a few finals. There's not much uh, you haven't told me, mate. Back in the day, and it was it was just as my my my. I was just starting to take a wee dip, and my nervousness. I could get to a final almost not in the region, no problem. But every time I would, uh, yeah, every time in the start of the match, the first fifteen twenty minutes, I was uh, sports I was, psychology. I was, I was crapping that. I was crap in the bed my legs were so heavy it felt so heavy that i couldn't actually push off so there's easy easy let's say shots that i could go and get and i just could i couldn't get them it was a horrible really really horrible feeling as you say sports yeah, yeah i can imagine i mean um, i think it's just know know yourself know your strengths and weaknesses and then you can work on them right yeah so interesting i love that subject you love that yeah, yeah. You, 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 so clearly you use that um you, you use psychology a lot yes for, yes it's, for, for yourself to get that right balance or do you use it against your opposition uh it's both sides or oh, the opposition side is really interesting as well yeah yeah, yeah absolutely a little trash. bit of a little bit of talkies a little bit of sledgies i'm yeah i like trash talking from ah, time to time usually Machek always tells me felix go trash talk a little bit because i'm going to be the guy doing that okay so what is <laughs> he just throws you up at the net and yeah yeah, because he's stronger than I, so he just lifts me up and just puts me in front of the net. <laughs> okay, go trash talk now. <laughs> when yeah. you're uh, when when you have a tournament, how if you're as you say, it takes place over a weekend or a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? 
So how many games would you expect to play oh. if you have a decent run? How well, many? It depends, right? Um, if Usually we play double-out systems, so uh, you're allowed to lose one game. It's a system where if you lose one game, you go to the loser bracket, so you start on the winning side, okay. and you stay on the winning side as long as you win, and if you lose a game, you go to the loser bracket, and from there you can still go all the way to the finals. Yeah. And depending on the tournaments, I mean, we play quite a lot. It's, sometimes it's seven to eight games a day. Uh, on those kind of tournaments, Unreal. but international-wise, it's max two games. Uh, we so, call so them plates and bowls, uh, plates and yeah, bowls, and consolation plates and yeah. special plates. Yeah. If you're if you're playing that number of games, how long would a, a game last? Um, well, in this concept, um, where the goal is to get a tournament finished usually in one day, you play two sets on fifteen, lot sets on fifteen as well. Um, forty-five minutes. It depends, okay. of course, but between yeah, yeah, I'd say forty-five. I'm guessing it's more than one center court. Like I'm guessing they've got a, there's a few courts in King of the Court now. Y- well, or, yeah, and, and no, court. no. Usually, if you go for tournaments, it's going to be more turn more courts. More of course. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but King of the Court, one court, yes. one stadium, one huge hub. Yeah. Oh, mate, this is going to be boiling. We're, go, we're going down there, Scott. We'll have a few. It's going to be offering awesome. flash batons, will we? Yeah. A beer. Or, or a Christmas beer or a spring beer. Touche. Touche. Or a summer beer. <laughs> is that the only variation, um, the difference between, uh, I don't want to say proper volleyball, but you know what I mean? Indoor volleyball. Proper as opposed, volleyball. As opposed, oh to, uh, <laughs> as opposed to, to beach volleyball, the, the sets are played up to 15. No, no, no. Usually the sets are played to 21. Yeah, exactly. So that's one difference. But what, and obviously... Other differences. Three people and seven, is it? Yeah, it's Indoor? six. Yeah, six. six plus the Libero seven, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay, yeah. and what, what other major differences are there in the rules? Not in terms of the, the yeah. terrain or anything like that. Obviously, we know that. But is there any, any yeah, other variations? There's one, I'd say, big difference in rule. And that's um, basically when the ball comes from the other side um, or you pass the ball to the other side. So the last touch and the first touch, usually you're not allowed to handset it. I mean, pros are able to handset it, but the problem is that the technique needs to be perfect. Indoor reception, for example, is played a lot with the hands, um, whereas in beach volleyball you receive, so the ball coming from the other side when serve comes, you will receive it by bump setting. And they're very eager to make sure that your hand setting is very proper. So there's different techniques that you will use, like poking and tomahawk, to receive the ball above your head when uh, the ball is coming above your head. Poking a tomahawk, that's more like keepy-uppies. Tell us more. It's it's more than (laughs) keepy-uppies. Tell us us more of this poking and tomahawk. What is a poking? Uh, Pokey, basically, um, it's a move to alternate uh, the hand setting. If you're not allowed to hand set, you need different skills. One of them is the pokey. You'll use one hand. You'll go basically um, for a a peace sign and just uh, flex both of your fingers. And then you're going to try to touch the ball in between the knuckles to push it up. Mate, um, there's no way in hell you'd be dislocating them you, flat have, out. Ah, have you seen this stump? Oh. The ball will go anywhere with your yeah, crooked stumps. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's dislocated again. And what is the other one? The tomahawk. Tomahawk. That uh, sounds cool. You have that's, one pulled hand. Out, that's pulled out of the socks you've got yeah. pulled up and launched at the opposition, <laughs> is it, or something like that? Uh, it, it's not the steak on the barbecue, right? Yeah. But uh, basically you have two hands, one in front of the other, both touching, and you're going to do the movement from above your forehead all the way up, pushing through your legs. Yeah, okay. exactly. Tomahawk. A tomahawk. Like a oh, class or like, I love the, I love the technique. I think it's almost like partying. Yeah, someone's got two of us at the same time doing yeah. doing the tomahawk. We're doing oh, yeah. tomahawk from the studio. <laughs> so, so what there do you go. when you're playing and the ball's coming over? Do you shout tomahawk it, tomahawk it, or do you shout poke it, poke it, or I just shout get it? Yeah, <laughs> pokey, get pokey. It. That's the beauty about it. Is it? it get it. There's you know use whatever. Just yeah. use what. Just get it back to and me, then, and we'll and go. We'll go when, from when it's an easy, slow, slow one. You don't. You don't say spike it. You say board and hoard and board and hoard. Now that's indoor, but yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but board just to be clear, of did course. We get a, did we get a track? Did we? What was the track? What was? What was your walkout? Did I miss that? Uh, your, yeah, your... we did actually. Warzone. Yeah, Warzone. From... Warzone by um, unknown un... uh, brain. Yeah. Unknown brain. Right. We're going to get the list of all these all, all these tracks, so we're going to bring out our ultimate summer summer collection. I'm going to be a weekend DJ. I'm telling you, just play the music that all the guests want. But most people are like, oh yeah, ACDC. Oh, pack it in, lads. Pick something different. No, right? but wasn't it Change wasn't it, it good two yeah. weeks or was it last week or two weeks ago when we had the had the Ferret Ferrets and, and the Britney Ferret, Spears and their Britney Spears oh, just pulled up. A I belter. think I would. <laughs> he I, just pulled a belt. Tell you what, music. I've sort of more music for us to walk out to. The Avengers theme. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ooh. That'd, be, that'd be badass, Nathan. I that see you walking out like that. Um, Felix, thank you so much for joining us. The time is flying by. This is our domestic sports roundup, so we do have a few uh, domestic things. Yeah, I'm going to ask you. Uh, going to ask that question now. Um, we've got a few domestic bits to get into, Nathan. If you want to get through this bit about the basketball, and then I will announce the uh, the competition, and we'll see if anybody fancies a couple of tickets for the match okay versus Liechtenstein obviously Felix trick your 50 cents in if you know anybody or know any naughty stories that nobody else is meant to know then by all means uh, let's get going let's get right going. Nathan what you got exactly so local basketball news so women's T71 do launch will once again play in the Europa Cup they played last year and if you remember they even got a win against uh, Namur just down the road from us um, for years the teams have not played due to the financial cost to play the Europe because uh, the, the EuroLeague is obviously it, it is expensive but um, you know for me uh, not having Luxembourg Turkish teams represented in Europe is, is sad but we've got to give credit to Grindelwald who are also going to be playing it because they won the competition and do long um, for, for changing that obviously they're going to have to come up with a, with a heck of a lot of uh, sponsorship I would just like to think that if we've got uh, teams with the, that cannot play the our government really should be stepping in and saying you know we want representation at European level you don't want to be leaving them in the lurch but for the third time Grenoble will be playing it's going to be the second time for Doulange who obviously took the step last season um, yeah obviously the, um, the the management of both teams are looking yeah, look, looking forward to um, being involved at, at that level. What do you think, Scott? Do you think that if, if some of these teams have got an opportunity to play into a Europe League, let's call it Champions League, UEFA League, whatever it is, do you reckon that government should be sticking their leg out and, 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 and helping, helping these teams fund their ways? Obviously, some sports are going to be more expensive than the others, but heck, it's representation yeah, for yeah. Luxembourg. It's only, it's, only, it's only a good thing, I think, to be you know, be able to show that you can compete at the next level and it sort of takes you out of the bubble that you may or may not be in. Um, I mean, you look at the, you just compare it to the the funding that goes into like the national basketball team that have obviously just gone out to small state games, you know. It's a le- it's, I think there's a level, right? There's, if you're going to get really, really, really pumped and it's going to be embarrassing, then no, I wouldn't be sending a team. But if, but if there's going to be, you know, Positive experience, let's call it, use that one. It's going to positive experience, then I think we should be uh, getting out there. I think, I think it's it, it all goes hand in hand with, uh, you know, with uh, foreign players. I think foreign players do have a do have a role in this. You know, it's good to get them in because they do bring up the level. But it's also if they're going to be doing this, then it's also a chance to develop. You know, uh, develop these players. I mean, we 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 went to watch uh, the the Lux Cup basketball finals, which was a fantastic setup, as we've said already. But you know, there's certain players that are going to play the whole game, and there's certain players who aren't going to play at all. And it's like, yes, ultimately, you know, you're it's the big games and you're winning. But you know, at some stage, you're not going to have the superstars. And I think you see that happening in a lot of team sports these days, where they rely on the well, the older dogs. Do you know what I mean? And then you don't bring the youngsters through and at some point the cash is going to run out and you're going to have to rely on this lot so you know it's, it's, it's about finding that balance isn't it due to launch T71 they did say that they're not going to be transferring any um, any other woman from the from the clubs this year for our question if you are listening in and if you are listening in and you don't text in I will obviously uh, when I publish this uh, on Instagram tonight I'll put the question in if you can comment uh, on what minute Malta scored their goal to win 1-0 over Luxembourg in the most recent international um, if you message in now if you're one of the first two to message in I'll give you the tickets straight up and if nobody messages in then I'll put it on Instagram and I'm sure we'll shift those tickets yeah. no problem so at all so that's 6215250 yeah 6215250 I'll be looking out for it um, I guess the, uh, the the big one for us to start with is uh, Nathan and I were lucky enough to go to the RCL 50th uh, anniversary ball at the weekend where they had a few uh, legends of the game I think it's fair to say in Mike Tyndall uh, Ian Bolshaw both World Cup winners with England and then Mauro Bergamasco he actually got... played two positions for Italy didn't I think he, he played I more I think he played wing and no no you're thinking of Mirko Bergamasco he was the, Mauro was the back rower so he would have played anywhere in the back row and also he played that infamous game against uh, England where they didn't have a scrum half and he played uh, and it didn't it didn't go as well which hopefully he's not for remembered more uh, re- blah, remembered for because he was a hell of a player he was an absolute animal when he was 
running around tearing up trees at Stade Francais. Really, uh, really cool to actually get uh, you know get to chat to these blokes one on one. I had a decent conversation with Bergamasco, top bloke. You know, wasn't too confident in his English, but it's like everybody says, "Oh, my English isn't great." Well, and you know? saying that he can speak six or seven other, yeah, like, exactly. Seven so exactly. he was going, he was going pretty well. Yeah. Who was? I'm going to ask you a few questions on that evening, Scott. I'm going to roll over. Who did you have the best chat with on the evening? Best chat with on the evening, other than yourself, obviously. Um, probably, I don't know. It was good, good to catch up with NT guy I used to play with in solo. Um, are you, do you mean in terms of just the, everyone the across here? Because it, yeah, it, it was good. 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 Fifty to be, uh, yeah, to it, be exact. It was good to have a yarn with Tyndall about a few bits. You know, obviously, I'll put that put that interview out on uh, Instagram. I'm gonna get five minutes to myself. No, I'm jokes. Yep. Uh, but yeah, probably Bergamasco because yeah, it was just two blokes having a beer and just just having a normal conversation about what he's up to now. You know, not trying to gnaws him, yep. him too much do you and, know what I mean um, what about uh, your favourite moment of the evening uh, favourite moment of the uh, well two two favourite moments I think there was a chap there who was part of the club a guy called Albert Cohen who actually formed the rugby club in 73 uh, so it was awesome to see him him there and also to you know see a bit of appreciation from all the other people who well, they were got there up, they as well. stood up everyone yeah, yeah. stood up and gave him a good old one minute um, clap you know with best, respect because no one would have been there at that evening if it wasn't for uh yeah good old yeah old and well obviously you have to give a shout out to tony whiteman he obviously was the the uh yeah the creator well, of it you know he'd be, the, he'd be the the heads he'd win the heads up to that man award yeah 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 absolutely he was he was absolutely brilliant uh the other funny bit of the night was when here's a question for you felix if you could have any actor play you in the movie what would who would it be I'd say the um, Chinese guy from Hangover. Chow. Chow. Oh, Mr. Chow. Chow's so cold. You're right, that. Chow's so cold. I'd go Alan, actually. Funny you say that. I'd be going for Alan. Uh, <laughs> brilliant. There we go. I'll be Phil. Phil's a badass. There we go. We're going very... But yeah, he was He was asked that question and he said Forrest Gump and I was like, that was legendary. A, that was a, awesome. That, was, that would certainly legend. go down as, a, as, a, as certainly one of your second favourite uh, moment. Was there any old faces that was good to see? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we were lucky enough to meet some guys, guy Mike West, um, very much so we got him quite early doors didn't yeah we? yeah exactly before he got all the red wine into him um, Marismo Ferrari Massimo Massimo rather was good, why did I say Marismo what's the coolest name of someone you've ever heard that's a good one Massimo Ferrari right I'll top, now, whatever, you tell, <laughs> whatever you say to me I will top it there was a guy there uh, called Massimo Ferrari <laughs> What, let's imagine yeah. what, how his signature, yeah. what does he do? Just like Massimo and then just draw a quick car or something like that. That would be, um, yeah, that's a class. That was his class name. Yeah, there was, there was I, I tell you what, we got some absolutely cracking nicknames coming out of, uh, coming out of there. The, 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 good old, the, the good old one. There's one guy, one player, Dick Blister. Uh, I don't think he was there. It actually wasn't his, his uh, it wasn't his. It was name. actually a person called Richard Blister. No, uh, <laughs> that was the name. That was the name. No, his actual name was. Uh, I think it was Ron Coburn. I think that's his name. So anyway, his, his nickname was Dick. There you go. Um, yeah. Just on the subject of rugby, uh, I need to give um, a bit of a preview. This weekend, RCL will play against Cologne in Cologne. Uh, kick off at three o'clock. That will be for promotion into the first division. Will supporters so, be going up? I believe that? there's a supporters bus going up. Brilliant. A few brilliant. flares and stuff like that. I'm, I'm going to make my do. You know, see if see if I could. Get up uh, and go and cheer the. You'll, you'll get on. You'll get on the. You'll get on the bus. On the. On the, well, you, the. You probably won't be allowed on the team bus these days, Scott. No, but no, no, no. Will you? Um, well, they're all sour about me leaving. Well, I guess, well, how, um, did, how was how was your experience then on on Saturday? Because you uh, you now play for Volfadon. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They did make a point that they've won. What was it? Twenty five cups. Twenty six or twenty seven. They've probably they've probably forgotten. Yeah. The records are there to be broken, my friend. But um, let's move. Let's move on. Get a, you get a good re- reception from these boys, Sade. Um, or? You speak. You speak to your mates, don't you? Yeah. So, so there'll be some that might give you a bit of jib. Oh, that might be a bit over the I'm top. Sure. So I'm sure. I'm sure. To, I mean, you, I'll li- I'll listen. I I worry about them as much as they worry about me. So. Okay. You know, wouldn't worry too much about it. I didn't realise. I thought it was it was all very. I thought it was all very social and all very. I mean, you know, we're, we're talking. Hey, you ask, ask, go and ask some of the other boys. I'm, 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 I'm generally new to it and don't try and buy into it. Right, but I, I might, I might have point. to go and do some instigating and some reporting. Go, some, and we'll go and do some we'll digging on their show, and we'll see. As one bloke, uh, one bloke said something to me as I was leaving, but obviously Wolf I told him. Wolf, 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 Wolf,
yeah, but just bu- just building back, uh, RCL hopefully be fully loaded up. They'll obviously be missing Christian Olsen, who's away from the sevens. Toby Sweetnam's injured. Um, they've had to bring a few younger guys up into the, the squad. Young, they've got the younger Sweetnam. Yeah, Kai. Kai's Kai, been yeah. going well. Um, yeah, they're obviously the supporters' bus is going up. Um, you know, obviously Oshin's moved on. Uh, they've got some new players have come in, but if you join in the second half of the season, you have to have played at least four games I think or six games prior to the playoffs to be eligible it's basically to stop boys drafting, drafting in, te- in new teams and stuff like that um, yeah you know fingers crossed they uh, they come through and win that because if they didn't they would then have to play another playoff match in two weeks time against a team that finished seventh so it can end up being a long uh, long old so season. ideally RCL get the job done this weekend yeah, the fingers crossed it's a good warm. thing it'd be a good thing to have uh, a uh, Bundesliga 1 Bundesliga 1 yeah. you know team awesome accent I'll show you some I'll show you some good impressions of the German <laughs> this is not handoff this is punch you cannot do this yeah some good ones um, Nathan you got a couple uh, obviously I'll, I'll just uh, bounce over to the football it was a bit of a shambles really wasn't it losing to Malta 1-0 um, we're told there was 4,000 supporters but from my understanding there was not 4,000 people at the Stade Deluxe but might hey, have been 4,000 views on RTL yeah, but, yeah or something like that um, what else have we got? Yeah, well, that was staying on the football. So, uh, national coach Luke Holtz, he's announced a squad yesterday for the two European uh, uh, European Championship qualifying matches, which is against Liechtenstein and uh, and and Bosnia. Um, no surprises in the in, in the squad, with the exception to Miko Pinto, who's out due to injury. Daniel uh, Sanani is back after his, his ban against uh, Malta. Um, There's only two boys who are based in Luxembourg that play that are playing, aren't they? That's right. Yep. So it's a yeah. weird one. Saturday, Saturday, three o'clock kickoff. What well, weird one, but good one. You reckon? Like, oh, I love afternoon sport. You must love. You love afternoon rugby. Oh, I mean, you can't or beat you the lights. Bit, you can't like, beat the lights. But that's probably a little bit unique, though, under the lights. I like. I like after. Well, coming from New Zealand, everything's been. Pl- everything's played at night because we would for television for for Europe. So if the, the guys get an opportunity to play in daytime rugby, it's a privilege. The balls. The balls not obviously doesn't have the dew on it. So the ball can stay stay to hand. So I'm I'm a, I'm a bit of a fan myself. But um, also yesterday the um, FLF they published the the complete schedule for the BGL league. Um, so Hesper are going to take on Strassen. And the first match, what's sixth of August? Wow, it starts early, doesn't it? Yeah, it starts early. Hopefully, it's a three o'clock kickoff. Um, and uh, um, Jeunesse Ash, they will face um, Niederkorn. They'll go across there, down in the south. And Cup winners Diffidange, they will receive a visit from Fowler, who were who managed to stay up. They were down the bottom. They had a bit of a tough season, didn't they? Um, the two ascendants, Schifflange and Mersch. Well, obviously, we had um, the Mersch striker in with us on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Benny Bresch. Yeah, yeah. Benny Right. So they're going to play, um, well, Chiffon's are going to play Patonge and Mersch are going to play Rossport. The last game of the day is scheduled for the 26th of May. So it's a big, a long, old, long, old it, season. It's a funny one because we would have, or we, we try and get as many different people from different sports on, you know, that's what it's all about. It's about spreading the word of what's going that. on in, in, in Luxembourg, but also what these Luxembourg athletes are doing. And more recently, we've, I said this last week, we've warmed to the football and I actually can't wait to see the fixture list look at the big games, but then also you've got to throw in the Champions League qualifiers, which are going to be happening over the next couple of weeks. And that becomes very interesting because then you, if any of the three teams can qualify for, you know, either the Champions League, Europa League or, or the or the conference, you know, then that's more football. And I think that's only a good thing if whoever whoever can can potentially qualify for those tournaments. I think it's uh yeah, yeah, we've uh, we'll hopefully get down there and have a few oh, beers. Well, I actually, I'm I'm looking forward, which I didn't know existed, is the coupe final between the the top, the bottom three divisions, divisions three, four, and five. Yeah, they yeah. play each other in their own, in, in yeah. their own cup, and I'm and I'm looking forward to uh, going down to that match. I think we could uh, have a few, uh, well, a, a melange of beers. Yeah, yeah, we'll so get the crowd let's, down. Let's, uh, let's get. We'd we'll probably be up around 200 shows by then, so we could. Uh, have a big party, a big soiree. What about um, here's a one I'll just bring up. But do you not find it annoying in when you're playing the volleyball that in the cup the 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 games are almost handicapped, aren't they? Yeah, they so are. if you play against a 
lower league team they get a 10 point or a, a, not a, not a you know what I mean next, yeah, yeah exactly. a next number of points I can't believe you still they still implement something like that in uh, what in, would be in your recommendation competition. mate if you're good enough and you beat somebody I think that's the yeah. I, I that's agree. the way it should be you I know agree. Um, can you imagine doing something like that in the FA Cup? Oh yeah, they're from the conference, so they get a so, full so, goal so cushion. Yeah, part the bus, lads. Part the bus. Huh? It's all about the country size, right? We're just too small. We don't have the number of teams, and to make the and cup you, and interesting. Just, and, and yeah, you're just trying to make it as an, as well. You as say that. You say you, you say that. You don't have enough teams to um, make the cup interesting. What would you do to make the cup interesting? Take away that rule. How would you make it so it could be more balanced? Would you make all the uh, all the top tier, I don't know, the top two teams always play away in the cup? Could you do it like that? I think uh, there's a discussion that that can be made on the number of foreign players. Uh, that would be a way to balance the game quite well, I think. But yep. it's very hard. I mean, I get that the federation... I'm sure the federation is trying to really do their best to make it as competitive oh, course, as possible, as good as possible. And um, if I would know it better, um, I would be in the federation as well and try to make it better. But I just honestly don't have an answer yeah. on that. Yeah, get, be, be, get creative. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we have this, a similar system in, in squash in the, in the cup where you can have four players play in a team but you you can only have like let's say one A player, one B player, one C player, one D player. So it is it is a bit of a handicap system. You know, sometimes the t- two teams might play two two D players, but that will work off because you might be able to two, play two A players. There's a little bit of strategy. Mm-hmm. Some some you know conservatives would say it's a bit um, Barry, but you know, but Mickey Mouse rather. But oh, I don't mind it. I think it's one of the. Uh, how, how does it work? Do they just draw it, and do yeah. you? It starts with the lower teams and then the bigger teams come into it later uh, on. No, basically it's all the first teams of uh, the different clubs that are just thrown together and it's just lottery. Oh, okay. Yep. That's, I mean, that, that's also what, looking from our from our point of view from sport, that's one of the best bits as well because you can, you know, you want to get drawn against the big boys and go and have a crack at them yeah, and, and see mean, how good they are. I should have given some precision on that. This is the system for indoor. In beach volleyball, you collect points. Uh, basically, you collect points through tournaments that are played here in Luxembourg or abroad. And the people that have most points are seeded first. And then according to the points that you have, the less points you have, the longer it will be until you get your seed. So the more points you have, the sure you are that you will be playing against a weaker player. Yeah. And the less points you have. Just just to be clear, when we talk about points, we're talking about, um, you know, you didn't lose two matches by 12 points. Those aren't your points. That is based on your finishing position in that tournament. If you finish top of the stack, 100 points. If you finish bottom, you get one point, something something similar like that. Yeah, and then depending, of course, on the level of the tournament that you play. Higher level means more points. Very, very, very very interesting I'm looking forward to we'll obviously have a chat we're going to wrap things up now and we'll uh, this will be out as a podcast from tomorrow so if you want to hear a bit more about beach volleyball and the fact that he doesn't wear budgie smugglers and he doesn't and he doesn't want a mullet what about sunglasses? Can you play in sunglasses? Uh, always, always. Yeah. People always tell me every time I see them, uh, you wear different sunglasses again. What sunglasses do we go for? Oakley glasses. Oh, glasses. Yeah, glasses. Yeah, and you go glasses. for the more like the yeah. wider, the uh, wider ones with the little, with, oh, everything. Yeah. You've got, okay, you've got a, yeah. you've got a range. You mean if you've got a couple of old pairs, you can chuck them our way, no problem at all. Do you know what I mean? So we're, if, if, we come, if we come and support you <laughs> Mine down have been mangled by the kids. We're going to come and support you. Is it okay we wear our uh, budgies you should I will cheer you on like yeah. crazy I will I will call you to budgies the mine have rubber ducks up. on yes yeah. you know mine have, yeah <laughs> I think I've got uh, lollipops on mine so uh, budgies um, with socks up oh great Absolutely. if I start growing a moustache from now I could have and I reckon I could pull out one hell of a moule. I reckon I could get a that, wig. that, that, uh, get a that wig drawn out. on, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, I don't think I'd have enough time to grow up before. You'll be the most handsome guy on the whole oh, tournament. Awesome. That's for sure. Yeah, right? With a That's, pair of your sunglasses. I'll tell you what, Nathan, so you and me, <laughs> no carbs till then, okay? No and we should be in decent nick by the time it rolls around, all right? <laughs> That'll be a push for me. Yeah, Felix, thank you so much for joining us. Um, you know, keep, keep us in comms with what's going on. We hope to link up again. As I say to a lot of our guests, this won't be the last time we'll get you on. Um, yeah. Yeah, and just keep doing what you're doing keep hustling keep turning out the results and hopefully you'll keep uh, yeah I guess push, yeah. pushing that brand and competing in those big tournaments and I can't do anything about the height I can't get you taller okay unfortunately yeah. so yeah just keep on jumping I guess yeah. 
Yeah, thanks so very much. Felix. Really, honestly, a big thanks for being here. It's just awesome to see people that enjoy sports, that love sports, that feel sports, and that are just trying to do their best to bring sports out there. And it's just awesome to be here. And I'm looking forward to coming back. Very yeah, good, no very problem good. at all. As I said, keeping uh, comms with us. Is there anybody you want to give a shout out yes, to or anything absolutely. like that? Two parts, two parts. First part uh, to all the PE teachers all over the country. Uh, you're making um, the whole uh, the whole country better. You're making kids move awesome and uh, just keep keep pushing on there. And then, of course, big thanks to the sponsors of Matchak and Me, to uh, Decaris, to Bonaria, to Pitcher, to Asports, of course, to um, Fit to Him and to many, many, many others, privates and professionals. It's just awesome to have you. You make everything happen. And we love just continuing to do what we love. And that's just playing beach volleyball. Big thank you from us as well. As always, we give a huge shout out to the army of volunteers out there who make our sporting world tick. Yes. Whether it's from washing kit, cutting the grass, making the sandwiches, those referees we give stick to are blowing the whistle and the stuff. The oranges, the oranges, I love you know, the oranges at half time. The mums, the dads, the brothers, the sisters, the aunts, the uncles who are driving the youngsters to the games and then sitting there to watch it even after they've had a couple of bottles of red the night before. Keep doing what the you're Tony doing. The Tony Whiteman's of this world. Yeah, absolutely. Little world just on that. We're still looking for um, actually volunteers to um, help us organise the King of the Court. So if you want to help kids or grown-ups, feel free to check out flvb.lu. You will find everything you need. We're looking for volunteers and it would be awesome to have you. Well, no better way to get closer to the action, you know, than get involved in it. It's even going to be free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sure there'll be a few beers in stoke. As always, you can check out the uh, Sam Steen show tomorrow from six o'clock. You've got Stephen Stetslow with the lunchbox and then Melissa Dalton with the home stretch from four till seven. You've also got the DB3 show with Dave Burrows. He's crushing it, doing a lot with uh, the music around Luxembourg and stuff. Really cool stuff there. And if you are a little bit hungover, then maybe it's the hangover show from 10 to 12 on a Sunday. We're going to play on, on Sunday. On Sunday, we've got, we've got uh, rugby uh, guests coming in, haven't we? From Teru. Oh, Teru, uh, yeah, that's right. Be coming. Anthony would have been at the football, the, the Liechtenstein match, so he'll be uh, given, be able to give us a, a, a big wrap-up from there. Looking forward to it. Until then, gents, it's cheers!